Atlanta News First presents My Favorite Story 2023. As the year winds to a close, we often reflect on the work we've done all year long. Welcome, I'm Sean Gables. And I'm Blair Miller. Some days it's tough to find the happy side of news, but once in a while we have the opportunity to tell stories that inspire, empower, and enlighten us. And those really are the best days. Several of our reporters and anchors chose their favorite story of 2023. We now share them with you. Two iconic symbols of Atlanta and its rich civil rights history merged together to create my favorite story, a tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. by his alma mater, Morehouse College. It was a moving message to future leaders. This is the most important period of your lives. What you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go. Keep moving. The voice of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. echoing through this short film produced by Morehouse College students. We're all hurt, we're all battered, especially following 2020 and the year prior and the year after that. Um, but we just have to get up and keep moving. That was like the main mantra of the entire commercial. Jalen Ellis, Justin Upshaw, and other students from the school's cinema, television, and emerging media studies program wrote, pitched, and produced the short. If you can't run, walk. From Dr. King's 1967 speech in partnership with MTV Entertainment Studios, the student filmmakers wanted to amplify black images and stories we're not used to seeing on television. The most uh, touching kind of images for me was when uh, the doors open and you see that black graduate come out. As they open. It reaffirms kind of what I'm about to go through in terms of graduating. And we get to see praise dancing even in the short film, which is something that we don't often see in media. So what we did, we tried to go for something where we had people looking very professional. We had people that were non-binary that were present in it. We had... We had graduates present, so we really wanted to focus on black scholarship and just kind of like the idea of keep moving forward. The short spotlights the men at Morehouse, their peers, faculty, and alumni, and helps fuel the pipeline for student filmmakers to enter the industry. I mean, we need black filmmakers who are making it to adopt us, adopt a black film program who is nurturing the storytellers who will be the diversity of tomorrow. The places like USC are what they are because Spielberg put his name on a building there, and so did George Lucas. Now let's make this happen at Dr. King's alma mater. What better place than to establish legacy than here? This is the most important period of your lives. Since we aired that story, Jalen Ellis was selected as one of the first inaugural Spike Lee Fellows this past May. And the Morehouse Cinema, Television, and Emerging Media Studies, or CTEMS, well, they celebrated their 10th year. While CTEMS alum David Fortune received a million dollars at the Tribeca Film Festival towards his future film. Tracy Hutchins, Atlanta News First. Reading is so important for children. That's why Atlanta News First has been collecting books for kids since 2016. And it's also why this next story is one of my favorites from this year. A Broadway star stopped by a Fulton County school to read her new book and didn't leave without donating thousands of free copies to students. I'm just gonna be me. Who else would I be? Come on, Pam. 
from singing to reading. Dee had a little sister named Carolee. Adina Menzel, who starred in the original Broadway cast of Wicked and hit Disney film Frozen, has taken on a new passion project, authoring children's books with her sister, Kara. I've been asked to write children's books before, but I wasn't sure, didn't want to do it unless I felt I had a real um, message and felt it was authentic to me. Um, and then when I sort of came up with this idea, I didn't want to do it unless she'd do it with me. The duo's latest story, Proud Mouse, hit shelves on September 12th. The book is the second in a short series. This one based on how Kara learned to distinguish herself from her older sister and gained self-confidence. She has her own little self-discovery journey. Um, and I love it so much because it's all about this connectedness between the two of them, but also about the importance of individuating. I see me. Kara and Adina brought the book to life for students at New Prospect Elementary School and handed out 700 autographed copies. Students had a gift for them too, a short performance of their school anthem. Decatur Bookstore Little Shop of Stories and our partners at Page Turners Make Great Learners made this event possible, connecting kids to authors and putting books into the hands of young readers. We are just so um, grateful, honestly, to be able to write a book, but then to see it in their hands and to actually experience their reactions. That's why we did it. This story was so much fun to put together, and I also share a small personal connection with Adina Menzel. I actually saw her perform on Broadway in 2004 in the original cast of the smash hit Wicked. My parents planned a holiday trip to New York City, and it's truly one of my favorite Christmas memories. Happy holidays, everyone. Do you ever have nagging, seemingly inconsequential questions that keep you up at night? I know I do, and when I can, I'd like to turn the answers to those questions into stories. And the question this next story asks is, who are the people who hold up the quiet signs at golf tournaments? How do they get that assignment? And how does one master the science of silence? Another tour championship means another year for over 1,000 volunteers. Volunteers like Catherine Wood, who started volunteering a long time ago. 17 years ago. 2023 might be the hottest tour championship she can remember. It's getting warmer. But she has a job far more important than stocking water. You need to be quiet. This shot is worth a million dollars. She's the quiet gal. Um, excuse me, excuse me, I'm talking to you. Wait, me? I'm talking to you. And those of us who don't listen get the mama look. Oh, I already feel like I'm doing something <laughs> wrong and I'm just standing here. <laughs> She got this job at the 10th tee through years of hard work. I actually, I had to sleep with a hole, Captain. That's this guy. His name's Bob. <laughs> because I just happened to be married to him. <laughs> it's the one time of year Bob is allegedly in charge of the relationship. She doesn't do what I tell her to do during the four days anyway. <laughs> Despite the jokes, keeping people quiet is serious business. There's a lot of pressure. It just seems people are a little wilder these days. Uh, lately it has been. Uh, mainly because of betting. Meaning Catherine is wielding the mama look a bit more often. Yeah, I go. And training new quieters. Okay, not, 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 not this. Not like, not no. like I'm slicing someone no, 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 no slice and dice. There's no, there's no weapons here. No. <laughs> stop, stop. Okay, ready? 
Yeah, oh, that's really good. Pointing natural. Yeah, yeah, you are. You get it this yeah. thing, you know? Proving the study of silence is a science. Not gonna lie, I was pretty good at whipping up that quiet sign. Maybe if this whole news thing doesn't work out for me, I can make a career that involves less talking and more gushing. Adulting is not easy. Sometimes you just want to feel like a kid again. There's a group of Georgia women who could teach a master class on enjoying life at any age. It's one of my favorite stories of the year. It's just the rhythm of one, two, one, two. As long as they're keeping up with that rhythm, we get them going. We're over 40 and you're trying to stay fit. This is joy. <laughs> this is a childlike kind of joy. I hadn't jumped since 19, probably 95. I can't wait to come out and just be a kid again. This is a no stress here, standing with the sisterhood, kind of joy. It doesn't matter, your size or shape. Many of these women have never jumped rope, and a lot of them haven't jumped in 20, 30, 40 years. Most of them say, I couldn't do this when I was a kid. How am I able to do this now? I'm 58 years old. I'm 69 years old. This is the Decatur crew. Caretaking, bills, errands. Leave all that stress at home. With the snap of each jump rope against the street, the 40-plus Double Dutch Club begins. So if you're a member, you have these t-shirts that has your name on the top and your age on the bottom, and you wear it shamelessly. You can jump with the team by yourself. You can cheer your friends on. You can line dance. You can hula hoop. Anything to keep you on your feet following the rhythm. Any little black girl that you met back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, early 90s knew how to jump rope, and so it was an automatic friendship builder. The club was started by Pamela and her best friend Katrina to get Pamela through a rough patch. Now their temporary therapy is a global movement. Had nothing to do with Katrina or myself and everything to do with God using something as simple as a plastic clothesline to connect women all over the world. You never know what the next sister is going to. I am not part of the club. I'm not 40 or older, but the ladies here taught me to double dutch anyway. They cheered me on until the rope caught my shoe and my turn was over. We like to spread the joy of jumping. The club is for women 40 and older. The oldest member, 89 years old. Saw your bussy, Atlanta News First. In the heart of Little Five Points, you'll find a music store that bridges the gap between generations. Moods Music has been around for decades, specializing in gems and classics, and I got a chance to make a stop by the treasure trove where racks of albums come alive. It's like this store has a little bit of everything. Hey, welcome to Moods Music. Daryl Harris, known as D-Nice, is the owner of Moods Music. I knew that when I did a store, it, it would have to be different. He says his passion for tunes birthed at a young age. I can remember as far back as being like seven, eight years old, you know, begging mom for that first turntable, you know what I'm saying? Always been heavily into music ever since a young age, so yeah, that's brings us to where we are now. 
cubby holes full of vinyls, walls lined with CDs, and for the past nearly 23 years, an atmosphere fueled by music you just can't find everywhere. Well, in the beginning, uh, there was such a void for the music that we sold. With the popularity of underground independent music, we just grew. It was kind of like overnight. While most record stores cater to every genre, Mood specializes in underground, neo-soul, rare grooves that'll make you want to move, and artists that say Atlanta. Come on, man. Can't do a store without outcasts. I take pride in kind of introducing people to things that they have no clue about. I wanted to be able to bring the music to us. And although streaming music seems to be the way of life in this digital age, the demand for a new or secondhand record isn't going anywhere. You know you're doing something right when the millennials come in and they're trying to Shazam what you're playing. They get kind of converted over, you know what I'm saying? So it makes me happy when I can change a person's opinion. So as you can see, I started my own collection. Got a little Janet Jackson, a little Jill Scott, and you can't forget about Earth, Wind & Fire. But just think about this thing. More than 41 million vinyl albums were sold last year, according to the Recording Industry Association, and that's worth $1.2 billion. That number is likely going to continue to grow before the end of this year. Happy holidays in the studio. I'm Brooks Baptiste. One of my favorite stories this year was when I interviewed the cast and crew of the newest Transformer movie. First of all, the movie blew my expectations and the actors were so humble and excited for people to see it. And to top it all off, we all got to go drive around Porsches at the Porsche Experience Center right here in Atlanta. Transformers Rise of the Beasts is taking viewers back to the 90s. Autobots team up with a whole new faction of Transformers, the Maximals, in a battle to save the Earth. <laughs> Yo, that movie had no business being that good. Oh, oh thank I you. loved it. I, I loved every it part of it. Thank you. Okay, so tell me when you guys first saw it back for the first time, what was that like? I'll start with you. So I have to be like, Yo, Dom, that's you. Yeah. You, you got to do that. That is you up there. Uh, even hearing her, her speak, you know, science stuff. Dominique Fishback plays Elena Wallace, a brilliant researcher whose discovery throws her into the center of the plot. Who are you? Uh, the janitor. Really? Right, I don't, like, now that I'm not her, I don't know what she's talking about. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you played that role. Thank you so much. And for you, you said that, you know, when you got that call that you were going to be in the movie, you said, what? So can yeah. you tell me back to that moment? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they was, I thought somebody was spamming me. I thought somebody was lying in my email. I thought somebody had, you know, uh, uh, I thought it was a scam. But uh, once I realized that it wasn't, it was a, a phenomenal opportunity. It was the first time I ever got to, like, really act and I was just happy that you know what I'm saying even through my trash audition yeah that uh <laughs> Steven was able to see past the trash and see some treasure in that rapper turned actor Toby Wigway plays Reek and even contributed to the soundtrack now that's top tier manifestation Stephen Cable Jr. directed the movie and admits he waited a while before watching it with an audience he wanted those cook up all the phenomenal meal yeah nah, I ain't really hungry right like, nah, he wanted those <laughs> oh that's true well, everybody eats I'm wondering if you know, the times that you just watch it yourself, 
Did you bring your vision to life, do you feel? I think so. I think it's in different areas. Like, I, it's, it's like in terms of the casting choices and then also bringing, like, again, like Dominique Fish back. Me most... being, uh, playing a kid all the time and he was very adamant about, yeah, like, she's like, not a kid yeah. in this movie. I want to see her as this woman who's trying, who has this glass ceiling in a row I haven't seen her in before. And then in terms of, like, the robots themselves and Transformers, making sure they have a new direction, too. You looking good, man? <laughs> There you go, now we're friends. Cable Jr. says he knows critics haven't always given the Transformers franchise glowing reviews. Was that something you were worried about as you were go making this? I won't say worried, but it isn't a, you have your agenda. You know what I mean? You have your markers now. You brought a human here. I'm nobody, I ain't even seen nothing. I'm not even seeing anything right now. The one thing they couldn't actually do is all the fast driving and car stunts seen in the movie. So the crew headed to the Porsche Experience Center in Atlanta to see how they would do trying to control a car from spinning out. And Anthony pretty much nailed it. Yeah, there you go. Yes, sir. Nice. Right. You're done, Aha. Uh -huh. There we go. Nailed it. Wake up. Toby, not so much. Oh, no. <laughs> Big breaks. Hey, but you did a Hollywood 360, so that's pretty good. Dominique just sat safely in the passenger seat. And you know I had to give it a shot. I won't say you're in good hands. But you're I'll good. say you could be in worse no, hands. No, no, you're good. You're good. Faster. Okay. A little bit faster. A okay. little bit faster. A little bit faster. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Woo, Fantastic did it. job. Fantastic job. So I showed the version where I steered the car straight, but I spun out several times safely. It's all guided, so you should go if you've never been. And Transformers Rise of the Beast is streaming right now. It's a great option to watch with the families for the holidays. Lana Harris, Atlanta News First. You don't need me to tell you 2023 was rough for a lot of people. It's tough when the odds are stacked up against you. But for a group of volleyball players in College Park, they did something everyone doubted and made history. I'm proud to introduce you to the Dream Chasers. If Impossible had a face, you're looking at it. Oh, we're trying to get to the top. Three years ago, volleyball master coach Catherine Murray did what everyone doubted in a city known for everything but volleyball. I took it upon myself and there was, um, to open up an establishment where caters to the underdevelopment of volleyball in our community. College Park is home to the Dream Chasers, a group of mostly first-generation volleyball players with limited resources but loads of talent. They've never competed on a national level until now. It was pretty special. Outside and middle hitter Layla Brown recalls the moment she noticed the Dream Chasers were the only all-black team among 5,194 entrants in the world's largest volleyball tournament in the world. The Amateur Athletic Union's Nationals, also called the AAUs. Representation is everything. You know, representation matters. Teammate and setter Chloe Rainey now wants to play volleyball professionally. I would like to play college and overseas. The Dream Chasers entered the AAUs with a 23-1 record, but the team's diversity is what's making history. In 2015, only 13.9% of NCAA women's volleyball players were African-American. Murray says competing teams were awestruck. That experience was um, overwhelming. Their reaction to what they saw was, that's a talented group of black girls. No, sorry, they didn't use the word black. They said that's a talented group of girls. Girls who lived up to their name, 
finishing AAU's second place in the nation. Not bad for a dreamer. It means that now the community and also on a national level that they have to take us serious. The Dream Chaser's success is just part of the surging popularity of volleyball in Georgia. For the first time ever, we have our first female professional volleyball team, Atlanta Vibe. And you know this, Sean, but the number one club volleyball team in the nation, A5, is in Roswell. What a really great year for sports. If you missed any of our favorite stories of 2023, you can still watch them again on AtlantaNewsFirst.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a safe, happy, and healthy holiday. We'll see you next time.